how to make shungite water. Grab a glass, throw in your shungite stones, pour the water on the top, let it sit. Grab a new glass of refreshing shungite water and allow it to detox your energy. Feel and embrace your new balanced self. This has been how to make shungite water. Scan and buy your shungite today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from Toronto, Canada today is Lexi Bracey. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, we're going to have a fun show talking about a really lot of great subjects and sharing wisdom to the world. So, Nicole, you want to share a bio of information and then we'll get into the exciting stuff. Alexi and your thriving as you age health coach, mentor and consultant and environmental healthy home expert. After Alexi conquered cancer, she changed her her chef hat to one of plant-based nutrition. She spent the last 20 years learning what pieces of the puzzle are needed to achieve and maintain excellent health naturally, emotionally, and environmentally. Alexi provides coaching, education, and resources to achieve a healthy brain and a clear mind to ward off dementia. Welcome to the show, Alexi. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Wow. I love this conversation that we're about to have. Uh, you know, it, having a healthy brain, to have a healthy body, to have a healthy mindset, you know, all of that works together. And congratulations, by the way, of beating that big C word. I love it. Every time I hear that, it's like, yay. So, can you share a little bit with the audience why it is so important that what you feed your mind, feeds your brain, feeds your body, and how that, you know, functionality has to really work together in, in harmony and, and in synchronicity to be able to get the result that you're looking for and the importance of bringing that all together. So can you share that with our audience today? Well, sure. Well, for example, you know, a garden, if you feed the garden, grow it in good soil with, with um, fertilizers and water it properly, you're going to yield a good crop um, because your the environment is what will make the crops grow. Then if you have a fish tank to clean it, good water, good nutrition, the fish will thrive. So your body is the same way. Whatever you put into it will yield the results that you either want or don't want. So feeding your body is, is so paramount because it will ward off any dis-ease you know, so for example, like arthritis is inflammation of your joints. Heart disease is inflammation of your heart. Dementia is inflammation of the brain. So what are factors that cause that inflammation of the brain is what you want to avoid and put in the good things in order to have a sound body, healthy mind. Because a healthy mind is a healthy body. A sick mind 
Wow, that makes perfectly good sense. You know, it really does. So when you say inflammation of the brain, what causes inflammation of the brain? Can you share that? Well, it's uh, lifestyle choices, unfortunately, like we know. And, and we live in a world that is very toxic. And the water we drink, the toxins sprayed on our, on our crops, the processed foods that we eat, our mindset, um, environmental toxins, you know, all those things are contributing factors. And so you really have to be diligent in putting the best possible you can into your body. Yeah, that makes perfectly good sense. You know, and, and you know, even the stressors, you know, just normal day life stresses. And people say, well, you know, I'm not really stressed. Really? <laughs> I think it's, it's become such a norm that it's your personality. It's just what life has dealt you. And, and you're so used to it that you don't realize that it's an actual stress that's knocking cortisols and dopamines and everything else, you know, to, to fire that causes some of that inflammation and may lead to other downfalls. You know, is this correct? Well, absolutely. And, you know, the best way to minimize stress is, as we know, uh, yoga, tai chi, qigong, uh, meditation. But what I practice is blue mind. Blue mind is the word that was coined by Dr. Wallace Nichols, a marine biologist. And he said, anytime you are in, on, or near water, you are in a semi-meditative state. So why do we flock to the islands in the wintertime and go to the cottages in the summertime? Because we are kayaking, canoeing, sailing, skiing, powerboating, swimming, swimming pools. In the winter, there's, there's snowboarding and skiing and not forgotten or bass. And bass are not exclusive to women only. So he took a group of retired marine veterans down to the Caribbean to repopulate the corals. They all suffered from PTSD. They all recovered. So what's your blue mind? Because red mind is the mind where the cortisol is through the ceiling. Very easy to do. Even playing um, backdrop music or your screensaver with raindrops on the, on the window pane or the waves crashing against the shore. Water is very healing. Well, that makes sense, since how we're actually, what, 75% water? Mm -hmm. <laughs> to be, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and when you think about water, we, we take a shower, we take a bath. Why? So that we can refresh ourselves. And so it makes really perfectly good sense. Sometimes we don't get in that perspective, you know, look at it from that direction. So it's always nice to have that extra reminder, you know, and you talk about red brain. Well, what is red associated with anger and rage and, you know, all this craziness and blue is soothing and relaxing and water is blue. And I'll, that's the blue sky behind me, you know, because I changed my, my backgrounds and I'm like, yeah, 
This feels really good. It's snowing outside. It's cold. Yeah, to have a nice little rainbow and some blue sky. Yeah, that kind of sets the pace for today's conversation, you know, and it just kind of brings you, you know, back into that that relevancy. So I love that idea how you're saying, you know, the blue mind and the red mind. And again, connecting that with the inflammation mm -hmm. and bringing it down. It's so beautiful, you know, that, you know, having everyone recover because more people are beginning to recover from PTSD, I think, because it's more like in, in the face of the world, that this is something very, very real because of the trauma and, and the shock and everything that, you know, these young men, they were usually at a very young age that went into it, especially in the service. But now they're finding it's not just that, you know, being in, in you know, trauma, but trauma anywhere can cause a form of PTSD or depression. You know, it's just another form of depression mm -hmm. to really help that. So water makes perfectly good sense in how we uh, begin to work with that. Thus, inside swimming pools, yay! <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, and I'm sure you know the experience up there in Toronto, especially in these cold, you know, winter days. It's like, Okay, where can I go? Where's the spa? Do I have a you know a pool in, you know in, in my basement or in my back room or somewhere you know uh, to really to to really enjoy that? And like you say, soothing. How many people go to sleep? And I want you to touch on this a little bit. How many people go to sleep listening to say water? You know the sounding of the waves and what does that do for the inflammation of the brain? Well, it really relaxes you, you know, really good too for the, for when you're going to sleep is sophagia music, which is a certain frequency that causes relaxation and it has been shown to be very healing. So, um, you know, for, in the 400s and the 500s and the 600 hertz is very relaxing. And the same thing with music. I mean, that's why people like to have their windows open when they're up at the cottage because they can hear the waves crashing against the shore and it's very relaxing. And your brain detoxifies when you are sleeping. So you really need to get good sleep so the detoxification process can take place. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. We're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, Nicole's going to have some questions for you. You ready for that, Lexi? Absolutely. All righty. Akashic Record Readings by Ariane Thomas. The Akashic Records are held by higher beings and are available for access to reveal our soul's wisdom to understand growth, development, and purpose. Let Ariane guide you to wisdom. Follow her on social media. Scan and book your appointment today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from Toronto, Canada, is Alexi Bracey, and she has been sharing some really awesome things about how you can get past 
the red brain and get back to the blue brain. And we all want blue brains. And if you didn't catch why you want a blue brain, then you better go back and listen to this first part again. So you have some questions for her, Nicole. Why don't you take over the show and let everyone else hear another part of Lexi. Well, you know, great questions. And I, and I love really listening to what you're saying. And, and we all work with, especially as coaches and healers, the brain and how can we change and be more productive and be more cognizant in life. And, you know, dimensions very close to me. I work with hospice patients and in some in-home care for quite a while and watching people change as they go through life. And how can we keep that health and how can we have a great life and live our best lives as we move forward? Alexi, how did you get into this? What, what made this so important for you? Can you talk a little bit about your journey to this moment in life and changing that chef's hat? Um, I was becoming more interested in dementia prevention because it seems to be headline news the last few years. And I freelance on occasion as a private chef and I was working at a, a nursing home and it was lunchtime. And in the one dining room, the residents were all animated having a lively conversation. And just a short walk down the hallway was another smaller dining room where I was stationed. 24 women seated at tables of four. We had to visually show them on two plates what the lunch entrees were. Some of them had the food cut up. Some had to be fed. Some were feeding themselves like a four-year-old. All you could hear were the knives and forks on the plates. There was no social interaction, no eye contact. Some of these women were in their 50s. All victims of various stages of dementia, and it just broke my heart because I had never experienced anything like this. And I saw my full force. The world has to know that dementia is not inevitable, it's preventable. And unless you've had a loved one who's in those stages, whether a parent, a grandparent, or a spouse, you have no idea how horrific it is. That's so true. And in, in it's if you don't see this, sometimes you don't realize how much it affects us all and how it affects our families and our friends and everybody to say, you know what, Let, let's care for this. Looking at the Alzheimer's Association or going into some research on PubMed and finding out what can prevent this? How can we do that? Like detoxing our home or using essential oils, rubbing them on people's toes or frankincense and myrrh, burning maybe some incense. And there's so much that can be done to help improvement that. And not only that, but you know, there's flashcards and there's being productive and having conversation. And sometimes to me, the hardest part was the diminishing uh, capabilities of people and the quickness that it'll happen just because they don't have someone visiting them, just because they don't have somebody to love them, just because they don't have somebody going in there and saying hi. And I've gone into nursing homes and I used to volunteer a lot. And it's so important for people to visit and, and to say hello and to watch patients even transition from their home to a nursing home or hospice, just those last few moments can change and they can, they'll find a sparkle and, and it's a beautiful thing. And what now in your life as, as you found this, 
what is most important for people to really acknowledge and say, hey, I can change this. I can do this going forward. Do you do classes or do you go into homes or do you show people one-on-one -on -one how to do this? Both, I do classes and I do show people one-on-one -on -one because I also had the experience of caring for two individuals quite unexpectedly who were not full stage dementia, but getting there. And then some of my friends, I can see a few of those symptoms. And it just breaks my heart because it doesn't have to be that way. Just because you get older, doesn't mean you have to lose your memory or slow down. You know, what meaning and purpose do you have in your life that keeps you going? At what age, at, at, no, regardless at what age, doesn't matter whether 30, 40, 60, 70, 80, or beyond. Right, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And, and you see in certain toxic homes or with certain family members or going, uh, you know, seeing as children come in to the family nowadays with the toxins all around, that they are losing certain cognitive abilities and the ability to react and they get so much triggered uh, very easily um, on what's coming up or what's going around because of the toxins around them. And it, it stops us from engaging with each other in a pleasant way because our heads are not focused, our hearts are not focused, and definitely not our stomachs. Let me bring such, such great things I could sit here and talk to you all day, but let's bring Beverly in because I know she has a few more questions for you. All I can say is I am so grateful to what you're doing here for humanity. Um, I lost both of my parents to dementia and that wasn't a pretty sight. And again, you know, it, it helps when you have family members too that can get educated and because I've always been <laughs> so far out in, in the realm of, of, metaphysics and everything that um you know 15 years ago it wasn't common to talk about how nutrition impacts you and how things can happen and so what you're doing here in the present day is so much needed and you're right you don't have to lose your mind or your your cognitive you know uh activities just because of a number right <laughs> and and to be able to incorporate that i think has been is really really beautiful and more people are starting to open up and talk about this so i really my heart goes out to you thank you so much for doing the work that you're doing so could you leave the audience with three tips maybe that they could start incorporating in their life right now today, regardless of what age they are, or maybe help someone that they know that are starting to see some of those tattletale signs? What would you share if you could do that? Because I know you're going to do that. Well, I would suggest each day practice physical, mental, and social activities. Physical as in some kind of exercise for balance or walking to keep that, um, increase your heart rate. Mental, some kind of mental stimulation, whether it's playing puzzles um, 
the games on online or learning a new language, learning a new skill. Um, gardening is really good and social, like it was mentioned before, we need social interaction. And, you know, the challenges in the world we've had the last two years have really taken its toll. People need social connection. We need that physical touch, that hug, that smile, that little stroke on your cheek. Physical, mental, and social activities are paramount each and every day for everybody. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And it's just that simplicity that's needed. And sometimes we really need that reminder. So thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, you know, if you guys enjoyed this, comment below. Let us know what you liked most about this. And if you want to reach out to Alexi, all of her um Information is going to be attached to the video and attached to the audio. So if you want to know more on a personal level, you know, of what can happen, she's here at your service. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And thank you, Nicole, for being here. And this is another episode of 360 Saying. We'll see you on the next episode. How to make shungite water. Grab a glass, throw in your shungite stones. Pour the water on the top. Let it sit. Grab a new glass of refreshing shungite water and allow it to detox your energy. Feel and embrace your new balanced self. This has been how to make shungite water. Scan and buy your shungite today. <laughs>